Every intelligence operation in history centers around compromise. Compromise, that idea of disproportionate advantage, the idea of taking more than you give. Compromise. In the 1980s, Aldrich Ames compromised CIA's most delicate sources and methods to the Russians for nine years. In the early 2000s, Anna Montez was compromising some of DIA's most important intelligence information to the Cubans for 14 years. And in the mid-2000s, Robert Hansen was arrested for compromising FBI sources, methods, and information to the Russians over the course of 22 years. A 22-year spy against the United States from within FBI. That is compromise. And we forget that sometimes in our journey to think that compromise is a good thing. We all seem to be believing this idea that compromise is what we want. Compromise is what we should strive for. Compromise is a healthy thing. We want compromise in our politics. We want compromise at work. We want compromise in relationships. We seem to feel like we have to compromise in our marriages. We're missing the point. And anybody teaching that compromise is a good thing is misunderstanding the fundamentals of what compromise is. Compromise is about taking. It is not about giving. Compromise is about stealing. It's not about sharing. Compromise is what creates victims and victors. That is compromise. If we look at the word as a word, just for what it is, the prefix C-O-M, the first three letters of compromise, actually mean together or an association with. That is what the C-O-M prefix means. And some of the other words out there that start with C-O-M, like commiserate or combine or commune, all of those words have to do with disproportionate sharing. They're not about equality. They're not about improvement. Words that begin with C-O-M are about dominance and submissiveness, disproportionate advantage. The words that we're really trying to find when we talk about the life we want and the world that we want is the word collaborate. We want a word that is collaborative. We want a world that is collaborative. Collaboration means taking two things and putting them together and making more out of the combined forces. Making more than the sum of their parts. Compromise means that you take two things and neither person gets everything they want, but one person gets more than the other. Collaboration means that two people put their ideas together and they get more than what either one could have gotten alone. Collaboration is what we are seeking and collaboration is what we should pursue. But we don't ever hear people talk about collaboration. We always hear people talk about compromise. Let me be the one to start the conversation 
and focus us on collaboration. There have been fantastic collaborations throughout history. Collaborations in music, collaborations in science, collaborations in art, where two individuals with talent were brought together and what they created was greater than the sum of their parts. It was greater than anything they could have created alone. And then in contrast to that are these great compromises in history. Places where information has been compromised, where lives have been compromised, where our future has been compromised. Nobody wants compromise, and we know that, but let me be the one to put words to it. What we want is collaboration. I recently called my cable provider because my wife and I, at, we track our monthly budget regularly and we saw an increase in our cable bill. Our cable bill went from $39.99 to $59.99, and we didn't understand why. It just changed one month. So we called our cable provider, and we had a conversation, and we found out that our previous cable company had been purchased by a new cable company, and that they were increasing the fees across the board. Well, I am not normally willing to compromise on what I'm paying for. So I said to them, I was paying $39.99. I am not going to pay $59.99. They're increasing, you are increasing my bill more than 50%. I am, I'm not gonna accept that. And they said, oh, sir, you don't understand. Everybody is being increased. This is something we have to do. It's something that the company has decided to do to give you the best service, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The salesperson that I was speaking to was trying to make me compromise. Compromise on what I knew was right, on what I knew I wanted. I said, no, I appreciate that you're a new company. I appreciate what you're trying to achieve, but I do not want to pay what you are telling me I have to pay. I am, however, willing to continue working with you if you continue to charge me my original rate of $39.99. The salesperson didn't like that answer. He said, I don't have the authority to do that. You see, sir, what you were operating with previously was a coupon that was awarded by your previous company and we don't offer that coupon and we don't, uh, we don't honor the previous company's commitments. Now, the other thing about compromise is that compromise is usually something that starts at a base level. And the higher you go, the more you fight compromise, the more you are likely to get into contact with the person who has the ability to collaborate. So I resisted again, and I asked to speak to a manager. The individual was reticent, hesitant to put me in contact with a manager, and I can understand that, right? I can understand. He was trying to do his job. It wasn't his fault. He had a message that he was trying to share. No problem. But eventually, he connected me with his manager. And when I spoke to the manager, I said the same thing. I don't want to pay $59.99. I want my original rate back, and I want no break in service. She had the manager had the exact same talking points that the salesperson had. I'm sorry, sir, we can't do that. We can't honor coupons from the previous company and the list goes on. You have all been there. You all know what I'm talking about. For me, it was a cable provider. For you, it might be an accountant. It might be a dentist. It might be an attorney or it might be a lawn care person. Those people who always have a reason why they can't give you what you want 
because they're counting on you to break down first. They're counting on you to compromise what's important to you so that they can get a disproportionate advantage. They can get more out of you than what you're getting out of them. They want you to continue paying for their service, but they don't want to continue giving you equal or higher value service. That is compromise. After I had my conversation with this manager, after I put my foot down and said, I am not going to accept an increase in my fees, I am willing to go to a competitor. Would you like to meet me back at my original fee that the previous provider was giving me, or would you like me to terminate service and go to a competitor? I told her, I would like to stay with you. It's easier for me to stay with my current company. Even if you bought out the old contract, it's easier for me to not make any changes and just have you bill me less. But I am willing to go to another provider instead. The manager would not budge. She continued to hold her ground. Sir, I cannot do that. We cannot honor coupons. The list goes on and on. So I asked her to please connect me to whoever, whatever office is in charge of terminating service. And I would like to schedule my service for termination. Well, she hemmed and hawed a little bit, but ultimately she put me on hold for an extended period of time while I waited for someone to terminate my contract. Here's another tactic for compromise. They want me to give up. They want me to break. So they put me on hold, make me feel ignored, make me ask the question whether my time right now is worth winning the argument in the long run. That's what compromise looks like. Maybe you've seen it when you've bought a car. Maybe you've seen it when you've negotiated a contract. There's an extended pause, a time where you have to sit there and you have to wait. They're giving you space to compromise, to convince yourself in your own mind that you have better things to do right now, that it isn't worth your time right now, that there is something that is demanding your attention right now that means that you have to put this conversation off for a later date. And as soon as you make that decision, as soon as you move to a later date, you have compromised and they have won. This is what we see all the time in politics. This is what we see all the time in workplace politics, this game of compromise. Who's gonna outweight somebody else? Who's gonna outpressure? Who's gonna outmaneuver? Who's gonna outleverage one another? That's the game of compromise. And compromise breaks you down. Compromise breaks everybody down. But collaboration can build everybody up. So I could connected to the same department that can terminate my contract. I'm introduced to the person on the other end of the line. She asked me how my experience has been. I tell her I've had a very helpful salesperson. I had a very kind manager. I understand that what I'm asking for, they cannot provide. And it's clear to me that I have to terminate my contract with this company. And then this person on the line who can terminate my contract, that person says to me, let me see what I can do, sir. Give me one second. And a few typey types later, she comes back on the line and tells me that they do have a special code that they can apply to certain customers to give them a lower rate. And she asks me, what rate would you like to have to remain in business with us? I tell her I am not gonna accept the new rate, your 59.99 rate. She says, I understand it. 
and your previous rate was $39.99. Would you like that rate or a different rate? Now, I will be honest. My mind went to a place where I could take advantage of the company. Now I was thinking, oh, I hold the cards. I hold the leverage now. Maybe I can say $25.99. Maybe I can say $20.99. Maybe I can save myself a whole bundle of money here. But instead I said, I just want my original rate. I thought that was a fair rate for the service I was getting. I have it on auto pay. Everything is very easy for me at $39.99. And the lady put in a code, set out my rate, and closed the door on the conversation. Thank you for your time. Thank you for doing business with us. We are looking forward to talking to you next year. And the call was over. It took 45 minutes so that my bill wouldn't change. But my point is that the company was seeking compromise. You see, what they had with me was unique. I called in. I talked to three different people. I stayed on the phone when I was put on hold. And ultimately, they changed the price for me. But I am just one person on a huge network that was all bought out by the new company. Not everybody made the phone call. Not everybody saw the increase in their base internet rate. Not everybody waited through being on hold. Not everybody talked to three people and not everybody got that special code. Because in our culture, compromise is our default. We are expected to compromise and we are taught that compromise is a good thing. Compromise is something we should seek. Compromise is something we should practice. It's a lie. It's not true. Compromise is not ever in your best interest. It is never going to get you what you want. The only thing compromise brings is less than what you're asking for. That is what compromise is. It's an agreement between two people to get less than what they want. That is compromise. By definition, it is two people agreeing to decrease their terms, decrease their expectations. And it opens the door for that pair not to be a team, but for them to become competitors, to see which one is going to give up more and which one is going to gain more. What we seek is collaboration. What we seek is partnerships with people who want to see us succeed. The International Space Station is probably the best example of collaboration in the world. Countries that do not have space capabilities, countries that have technological advances but didn't have the ability to launch a rocket or put an astronaut in space, were able to collaborate with other countries that did have space capabilities. And together, they're creating completely new discoveries in space. Everything from how the human body works to how plants grow to how life on Earth would adapt in space. The International Space Station is one of the few places in modern existence where peace is paramount. It prevails. People from competitive, hostile nations can go up to the International Space Station and work together in harmony. It is a bright, shining example of what collaboration can look like. My small collaboration with that manager on the phone who was able to terminate my contract or give me a discount code, 
is just one small example of what can happen when you seek collaboration every day. Collaboration in your schoolwork, collaboration in your day job, collaboration in your relationships. I love my wife, but it drives me crazy when my wife wants to go out to dinner, but doesn't want to pick the restaurant. She always wants to pick which restaurant we don't go to, but she never wants to pick which restaurant we do go to. Babe, do you want to go out to dinner? Sure, let's go. Would you like Mexican? No, I'm not in the mood for Mexican. Would you like Italian? I'm not really in the mood for Italian. Would you like sushi? Would you like steak? Would you like seafood? Uh, I'm not really feeling any of it. Oh, well, what are you feeling? Uh, I don't care, whatever you want. We've had that conversation. Many of us have had that conversation a thousand times. And my wife, I guarantee you, she doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with that conversation. She is being genuine. She's telling me what she does and doesn't want. And she's asking me to make a choice. What she is doing is she is setting herself up to compromise. She's setting herself up to take whatever I choose, even if she doesn't want it, just so that she doesn't have to make the decision because she has been taught that that is a healthy decision, that it's the right decision to compromise. I, on the other hand, am constantly seeking the same compromise. Okay, well, I kind of wanted Mexican, which is why I said I want to go to Mexican, but now that you don't want to go there, let's go somewhere else. I am also seeking compromise. Here we are seeking this compromise, thinking it's going to make us happy. Ultimately, when we end up at Chick-fil-A, neither of us is happy. I'm not getting the food I wanted. She's not getting the food she wanted. We're just out to eat because we're out to eat. That's a waste of time. It's a waste of resources. We are not getting what we want out of that compromise. So now we collaborate. I ask my wife what she wants to eat. She says, I don't care. So I give her a list of things. Do you think you would like Chinese, Japanese, sushi? What do you think you would like? And she'll give me a sense. Oh, I think I would probably prefer Italian over Indian and Japanese over Chinese. So we figure that out. We start to hone in on something that she wants. And then I say, oh, well, I'm really in the mood for Italian food, which is completely different than what she wants. But we collaborate and I say, tell you what, let's go get appetizers and drinks at my favorite Italian restaurant. And then we'll make a decision from there whether you want to go get sushi or whether you want to go get Korean food. And that's how it works. And then I get exactly what I want. She gets exactly what she wants. And I actually oftentimes get more than what I want because after I've had my fix of Italian, I'm happy to get a fix of something Korean. And she gets the same thing. That's the difference. A compromising relationship, you end up at Chick-fil-A. A collaborative relationship, you end up having two different food groups in the same day that you're both very happy with. We see this all the time. We see it with our children. We see it with our spouses. We see it with our friends, where we want to compromise, not because we think it's best for us, but because we have been taught that it's best for us. And compromise will never be the best. You want to collaborate. You can choose to have the success of the International Space Station and collaborate with those that share a passion with you, or you can choose to compromise and put yourself in the role of a victim over someone who wants to gain something from you.
I advocate for you to collaborate. Always collaborate. Compromise is the way to destruction. Collaboration is the way to success. That is everyday espionage. Thank you for listening to the Everyday Espionage Podcast. Remember to review and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And if you took something away from today's conversation, find a friend and share the message.